welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one lenient page of Talmud every day. Why lenient? Because today's pages, Beitzah 12 and 13, remind us again that, you know, Yom Tov, just a holiday, is more leniently observed in some ways than Shabbat. Have a listen. Rav Yitzchak Bar Avdimi said to that Tana, who could have said this Baraita to you? It is evidently in accordance with the opinion of Bet Shammai, who say that we do not say, since carrying out was permitted on a festival for the purpose of food preparation, it was also permitted not for that purpose. For if you say the Baraita is in accordance with the opinion of Bet Hillel, they say, since carrying out was permitted for the requirements of food preparation, it was also permitted not for these requirements. Here, too, with regard to the prohibited labor of slaughtering, since slaughter was permitted for the requirements of food preparation, it was also permitted not for these requirements. It was permitted for any purpose that benefits people, whether directly or indirectly. This is a kind of a complicated, intricate passage, but it raises the question of the boundaries, the differences between the leniencies that we observe or regard on Yom Tov, on, on a holiday, and those that apply on the Holy Shabbat. And here to help us untangle the divine mysteries, as always, our dear friend and teacher, Rabbi David Beshevkin. How are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute joy to be studying Tractate Beitza, the Holy Egg Tractate, with you today. And I'll be honest with you, this is a tough tractate, underratedly difficult, and don't allow the, the brevity of the tractate to fool you for one moment. There are some very complicated ideas here. Right, you look at it, you think, hey, this is a short book, I, I, I like that. But then you start reading and you realize, oh no, this, uh, this contains multitudes. So what is the notion of today's Dauphin and how should we think about it? So what this specific passage is about cuts to the heart of the theme of this very tractate. And that is this foundational leniency that we have for Yom Tov as opposed to Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos, you are not allowed to cook, the Talmud tells us. And Shabbos is this otherworldly moment in time where everything that you need for yourself needs to be prepared in advance. But Yom Tov, like Sukkot, like Passover, like Shavuot, all of these holidays, which are known as a Yom Tov, have this foundational leniency where even on the very day, you are allowed to prepare for yourself the needs that you have in order to eat and have a joyful day. And to understand this foundational distinction, I actually want to introduce an analogy of the great rabbi, the Maharal, Rabbi Yehuda Lowy of Prague. And he says something so amazing. In his work, he writes that we learned in Tractate Shabbos that Shabbos is this otherworldly day. In the language of the Talmud, Shabbos is like the world to come. It's like Olam Haba, the world to come. So where does that leave Yom Tif? The Maharal says something amazing. Yom Tov is like the messianic era that ushers in this otherworldly time of Shabbos. That Shabbos is an analogy for the world to come, and Yom Tov is an analogy for the messianic era. 
And what the messianic era is all about is that all of the difficulties and obstacles that we have in our service of God are removed. And we're finally, all of the wars, all of the difficulty, all of the infighting, we finally have that unity and we're able to focus on what we're supposed to focus on. In a sense, it's literally like the birth of the egg that the Talmud begins with. The birth of an egg is not the birth of the chicken. It's the birth of opportunity. It's the opportunity to have opportunity. That's the messianic era. And that's why Yom Tov has this foundational leniency that we're able to focus on the preparations that are needed to eat and for ourselves. Because this is a time where God gives it to us and says, look, We're not yet in that otherworldly moment of Shabbos of the world to come. You can still prepare, but what are you going to do with that time? Are you just going to whittle it away and, you know, just uh, forget the day and just do whatever and make it a day where, I don't know, you just sit around and don't focus on all of the opportunities in front of you? Or like the tractate itself and the analogy itself, is the day going to be a beitza? Is the day going to be an egg where you're given an opportunity You can make the delicious treats that you need to make sukkahs feel different, to make Passover feel different, to make shavuos feel different, but you need to realize that this day is an egg. It's an opportunity to create something more, to uplift, to ultimately unhatch that opportunity and use it as a day to focus on yourselves, on your family, and on that serene nature of sitting with God and celebrating the opportunities and gifts that he gives us each moment. I can't tell you how much I love this. This should be a a motivational poster. Treat every day as an egg. Rabbi David Bashevkin, thank you so much as ever for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>